is happening now? We're about to send you back to the Rebuta! <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Revuture, the show in which we take a classic film that one of us or both of us might not have seen and we take a look at it now. I'm Amber Inch. And I'm Drew Bridger. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Amber did an intro which can only mean one thing. First time. Well, no, not the first time. No, I did it the first time. Oh, you did it first time. Yeah, you always do it first time. No, I don't. Well, sometimes you. <laughs> All right. The only times I've never you, done it first time. The only times you haven't done it first time is the time that you gone. I didn't really like that. I think I'll do that again. That's because I could, no, no. The first time I did it, it took about twenty times because I couldn't remember what I was supposed to say. You also kept laughing. Yeah, because as well. I kept forgetting what I was saying, and then all I could hear was me going breathing everywhere <laughs> I, I'll just pin it down to the excitement of you yeah, doing it, was it. The excitement. that's what it was you're like oh my god I get to intro I've never <laughs> introed <laughs> spoiler alert that's actually what you sound like oh. it's not <laughs> <laughs> no it can only mean one thing that we are starting to round I suppose we might as well have rounded out the year with one you know you were due one weren't you in fairness introing me to a film Yes, because I always have to watch your smelly rubbish films. Um, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Whoa, now. They're not always smelly and rubbish. Yeah, they are. Uh, I don't think they are. <laughs> I think history says differently. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but Amber has taken it upon herself to intro me to a film before year's end... And this year, this year, <laughs> this year, we've only done one of them. <laughs> no, we've done a couple this year, actually, haven't we? Couple of what? We, couple of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we did Rocky earlier in the year. We did Saturday that Night That wasn't Fever. this year, was it? I think it was. <laughs> oh, it feels like forever ago. I don't know. I don't know how long ago it was. We also did Saturday <laughs> Night Fever. I don't know. We also did Tu Wong Fu. As well, yeah, but I don't Tu know Wong if that Fu was, was definitely this year. <laughs> it definitely was okay, earlier pop- this year oh, because right. I think we did it right before Pride Month. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I think I think it kind of coincided nicely. Oh, okay. With Pride Month, if you haven't already guessed, this is the retrospective episode where we're just going to play you <laughs> clips from from previous episodes it's to round be, out the year. It's going to be a musical <laughs> episode like The Simpsons when they have one musical one. <laughs> But it's going to be like showing all the previous stuff. Wait, stop a second. I haven't got any trivia for this. You haven't got trivia? I <laughs> know. Oh, it's just as well that I... No, took you're a... not supposed to do trivia. All right, well, I won't do trivia then. <laughs> we now, don't... You, now you know the trivia. I, I only briefly I don't do the trivia, trivia for yours. I'll let you look up trivia I don't if you have want. anything to look up on. We'll... I'm a good girl and I don't bring my phone. We are, we are right next to a computer. <laughs> We are literally recording this on a computer. <laughs> it is okay. We have the means. <laughs> it's all right. We haven't even told the listeners what the film is this year. We have taken a step forward in time from our usual yeah, a lot comfort forward. zone. Yeah, it's the most recent one we've done. Up until now, it was Gladiator. Oh, okay. Gladiator was the most recent to present day we have come. But we've skipped a whole five years further 
into the future than Gladiator, into the heady days <laughs> of my youth in the year 2006, where I was... 2006? Where I was but a 19-year-old lad. <laughs> I'm so old. I was 16. Oh, just at the point where you would have been going into college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't remember. <sighs> well, we are looking at... I know, it's so long ago, isn't it? It's so long ago. I was 19 at the time, and I'll fully inform you, I probably don't remember most of that year. Oh. Don't remember most of being 19. Don't remember most of being 20. Oh, I don't yeah. want to talk about that. No, it's, it's a bit unfortunate. Those years are, uh, it was, uh, you know, middle midway through uni. So those years are dead to me. Oh. So, yeah. But enough about the misspent youth of me and more about the misspent youth of Rob Schneider. Why not? <laughs> well, oh, he's not yeah. very, he's not that young. Not well, no, not in this. He was young at one point, I'm certain. We are looking at 2006's The Benchwarmers. <laughs> no one's ever heard of this film. <laughs> no, this... But it's so funny. It just makes me laugh. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, all right? What is a classic to some might not be a classic to I, others. I don't... Okay? I'm not saying that this is a classic. I'm no. saying that this is an underrated film that people should just watch because it will make them feel good. Sure. And that's perfectly acceptable. And that's kind of what I was getting across at because, like, what you would define as being a classic might not be what others define as being classic. But to some, this might well be a classic. It might be a relatively niche audience that have seen this film. Yeah, it may, I mean, gone, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is uh, an example of the pinnacle of the sports underdog comedy genre <laughs> of the mid to late 2000s. And we will get into exactly what happened to that genre right. later on. Okay. But as we start every episode off with, Shall I read you? You you talk about what you thought the film was about. Yeah. There's no there isn't any way of knowing what this film is about. <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose bench warmers implies it's a sports I movie. know, but this is Okay, well, tell me what you thought it was about. Okay. Can I do it in my Rob Schneider voice? No. Oh, please. It's so fitting for it. It's so fitting. It works so well. I know, but are you, you're not actually doing the Rob Schneider voice, though, are you? You're Rob Schneider the... is some random dude. No, stop. Dude. <laughs> that, but no, but that's not, that's not Rob Schneider's voice, though, is it? No, it's not Rob Schneider's voice. It's the South Park Rob Schneider announcer. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's not even his voice. Right, okay, I know, but on, it's then. so fitting. All right. All right. Rob Schneider is some random dude, probably an idiot man-child, decides to start an amateur baseball team to compete in a league to beat a corporation, impress a girl, or both at the same time. That's literally what I put. <laughs> I, I had no idea what it was. I knew it was about baseball, so I just put some <laughs> random dude, probably an idiot man-child. He wasn't. Well, some of them were idiot man-childs. Oh, right, yeah, he wasn't, though. Decides to start an amateur baseball team to, imp to compete in a league to beat a corporation or impress a girl or both at the same time. Right. Okay, well, beat a corporation slash beat some bullies. I guess that's the same thing. I, I didn't realise it was that, like, 
small time. I thought <laughs> I was mentally prepared for something more along the lines of dodgeball than I was uh, something along the lines of the water boy. Oh. Uh. Yeah. I, I actually, and you know what? This is by Happy Madison. Yeah. Which is Adam Sandler's production company. Yeah. Responsible for other sports underdog stories such as Happy, Happy Gilmore, Gilmore, The Water Boy, <laughs> which were all like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. So definitely yeah. in a similar vein to this. I feel like, yeah, because, if anything... Yeah, all of his was... films are the same, that's why. <laughs> all of Adam Sandler's films. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Sandler just plays like the, th- the same three characters. <laughs> Rob Schneider just plays Rob Schneider, but Rob Schneider can be applicable in many different situations. That's why <laughs> Rob Schneider is versatile. Adam Sandler is not what people would refer to as versatile. <laughs> no, he's not. No. Rob Schneider is a, is a cookie-cutter comedy genre person <laughs> yeah. that can be put into any given situation. That's why he shows up to like every Adam Sandler film, because he's just... He's just the same person. He's just Adam Sandler's best mate. (laughs) But he just wears... He wears different clothes to look like different characters, but talks and acts the exact same every time. (laughs) He's like Adam Sandler, but it's just... It doesn't go as far. (laughs) Like, Adam Sandler's doesn't go as far. No. He just plays dumb people. With with his speech. (laughs) It's Tim Kane. Why why does he put his, like, bottom teeth over his top teeth every time? Spoiler alert, people out there who are Adam Sandler fans... Any number of Adam Sandler characters come down to something's looking a little bit like this. <laughs> a little bit like this. This is basically the Hoobie Halloween. Oh no, this is that Hoobie was so Halloween. bad. That this was is so just a boy. It's the same thing. That was so bad. Wasn't it's it? the same thing. <laughs> that's oh. like that's like two out of his three characters that he does. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Uh, well, I I grew up kind of liking him. Purely for the fact of like he was on all or he was in all of the comedy films that I watched as a child because I was growing up in the 90s and was a teenager like in the early 2000s. So that's the reason why I kind of thought, oh, he's quite funny. Yeah. But then as I got older... He he didn't change. His film stayed exactly the same. And I was like, like time, things have moved on now. And like everyone else was getting funnier, and you know it was moving on. And he was just staying the same. It's a time capsule, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So he, I he didn't even capsule. like. I, yeah. More like time crapsule. Am I right? Am <laughs> <laughs> I right? Uh-uh. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Adam Sandler, if you have listened to this so far. We actually are fans of you. But, you know, back in the 90s. Yeah, I was a fan. And it's 2021 now, my dude. So, you know. Stop making Hoobie Halloween. (laughs) Stop making Hoobie Halloween films. Sorry. So the Benchwarmers, what first got you watching this film and what made you want me to watch it? I watched the film kind of by accident because it was on Sky Cinema or something. Sure. Um, or on As TV, a lot of on TV somehow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't ask the question if you're going to be sarcastic about the answer. <laughs> I wasn't being sarcastic about yes, you are. That, what was that no. then? What was that then? It was alright. What was that then? I was just. I was saying, like, that's how a lot of people, when you, you know, like... You're lying. You're I'm not lying. lying. You're no, so I'm lying. Not. No, because when no, you no. said that, you were smirking to yourself. Ladies, <laughs> ladies and Just gentlemen. Just because they can't see you doesn't mean I can't see you. 
ladies and gentlemen, the breakdown of the partnership of Back to the Review Chat. No, I meant... No, like, you didn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> you Stop lying. Right, I'm just going to carry on. So... I, I meant, gonna... right, you know, like, when you're bored and you're just looking through for films, like, not just channel hopping, but you got Sky Cinema and you're just like... Oh, I'm just going to see, like, what's starting on Sky Cinema. And it's usually something like this. And you just go, oh, this has just started. Or, like, it's about to start. I might as well leave this on. It's usually something like this. That's what I meant. I don't believe So, you. like, anytime you, watch, <laughs> you, anytime you end up watching a film that you would otherwise go, I probably wouldn't watch this, it's probably because it's just started on Sky Cinema. Okay. That's how I watch a lot of films. <laughs> a lot of films, and I'm like, wonder what this film is like. I just started. I'll see. I'll see what it's like. I'll give it five minutes. Mm. You know. I'll believe you for the purposes of moving on, but I like to point out that I don't believe you. <laughs> okay, all right. So yeah, so I think it came on Sky Cinema or something, and I just watched it, and I just thought, oh, it's just a nice film, and like there were parts of it that did really make me laugh because it's just so silly, like because that stupid kind of schoolboy humour but it's not really rude or anything it's just it's just funny it's just silly and it just just makes me laugh I think the story is there's not really a story you just watch them playing baseball games with kids and but just at the end you know it's nice I mean the plot of this could have been was could have been written on the back of a postcard well probably yeah I mean the plot (laughs) to this film is is not what I would describe as convoluted well no but like I mean, the plot to Rocky is Rocky starts boxing and then he wins, maybe. <laughs> and then he wins, maybe. It's the maybe. same. You watch him, you watch yeah. him fighting people and then it finishes. It's the same. They just You watch them play sports and then it finishes. It's the same as every sports film. From what I can remember from us watching Rocky, I think that I wrote a plot for it, what I thought the plot was about, and it was more complicated than what the actual plot was. Because I thought it was going to be like his family trying to disown him for taking part in boxing when he shouldn't be and blah, blah, blah. blah, He doesn't even have a family. No, exactly. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's not as complicated (laughs) as I thought it was going to be. No, no no sports films are. (laughs) This is a good point. People who watch sports, this is what I'm going to say. Okay. Is this going to offend (laughs) a lot of people? No, because I don't think people that watch sports actually would listen to this. So it doesn't okay. Matter. People who watch sports have an attention span of like 90 minutes, that sure. type of thing, because that's sure. the amount of time that a game lasts. Sure. And even in that 90 minutes or so, they have to have half time. So that's not saying a lot. Uh-huh. So <laughs> gotta they have, can't... Got to have a break from my attention span. <laughs> yeah, so you can't sit and focus on a convoluted plot about things. It has to be like, oh, they're playing sports they're still playing sports oh yeah I like this because they're playing more sports like they just want to watch sports all the time that's that's true (laughs) but also I don't think that there's anything in a way too complicated about a movie about sports it's like although some sports have rules that I don't understand now you see this is the thing if it's if it was a movie about how the sports got made and then making the rules then that's different. But if it's a, a movie about playing the sports, the plot will be 
they play the sports. Will they win? Let's find out. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> it's easy, but it's thrilling because you like you root for a team and then you're excited when they win and it's suspenseful because you're like, are they going to win? So like, I'm not bashing it. I'm saying oh, yeah. that it's exciting and it's it's a good way of getting people on the edge of their seat. It's and, a blueprint. You know, it's a good way of you being kind of oh anxious and you know excited yeah. and, and that kind of thing, but without having a complicated story. No, like, absolutely. It's just an easy way to get you excited about it. Yeah, no, totally, totally. I get that. So, what made you want me to watch this film? Just because you hadn't seen it, and I just thought it was silly. I just thought it was <laughs> you kind of it funny. It was a crime. It's a crime. No, no, I, I haven't think seen it was this. A crime. I just thought it was a silly film, and like, I actually thought you were going to laugh quite a lot because I laugh a lot, but you didn't really laugh that much. <laughs> okay, what I will say is, I did laugh at some bits of it i do have to say because there were some parts of it. in particular a couple of characters so i will say i will say that about it i will say that as far as a comedy film goes out of the all of the comedy films that we've watched for this podcast it's not the best what comedy films it's have we also watched? by far not the worst what's either. The, what's the comedy films that we've watched? Uh, oh, we've watched a bunch. We've watched <laughs> Planes, Trains and Automobiles. Oh, it's way funnier than that. Really? <laughs> See, I don't know. I don't know. We've also watched Police Academy. Which, that was yeah, awful. I know, yes. I didn't yeah. even laugh once. No. We've also watched... Can we not count Tu Wong Fu as kind mm, of I don't think comedy? so. I don't think it's a comedy. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a like a. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Drama. I kind of think <laughs> the Goonies, in a way, is a bit of a comedy. Oh well, it's funnier it's than a, that because it's an adventure. <laughs> it's an adventure film as well. Big Trouble in Little China is kind of a bit of a comedy. No, it isn't. Yeah. Well, all right. Okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> If any of the listeners want to write in and tell us what <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China actually is, <laughs> that would be more than welcome. Poopy, that's what it is. It's not poopy. No, it's not entirely poopy. It I like right. it. Yeah, well. <laughs> so Yeah, you... well, I like this. <laughs> oh, well, I like this. So you basically wanted me to watch this film because you saw it and it's one that you laugh at. It's just like your go-to no, laughing I, film. No, this one... I, I've watched, I watched it a couple of times after I saw it the first time because I think it kind of it got shown a few times after that so they obviously got it and then they put it on a few times so I maybe watched it a couple of times here and there maybe not all the way through mm. but then I got the DVD and I think maybe I watched it twice after having the DVD or something Enough. so I've really I only say... watched it about three times the whole way through before yeah. this time so I didn't sit down and like put it on all the time and and watch it the whole way through all the time but yeah so no this and the first when we watched it just now that's the first time I've watched it probably in like <laughs> 10 12 years <laughs> it's been a really long time I haven't watched it for ages so it's a lot of stuff that I kind of forgot so you obviously enjoyed it the first time that you saw it enough that it warranted buying the DVD well, I suppose, but I think I don't seem to remember. <laughs> I don't seem to remember going out ex <laughs> exclusively to get it. No. I didn't especially go. Oh, I have to get down to HMV <laughs> today and buy this. Um, I think it was one of those times when I was like out shopping because went two thousand six. Yeah, I was sixteen, so I was still like. Was it in the HMV three for twenty, and you needed a third yeah, of one? Of course it was. No. <laughs> 
Why are you being nasty about this I'm not, film? I'm not being nasty about it. I'm saying that was no. I'm that saying. probably would have been the number one that I got, and then the other two I would have had to have found. Thank you very much. Okay, fair enough. What <laughs> no, I was I don't saying know, but was, it you, was. Need, you needed something to fill out the three for no, twenty. No, I think I genuinely and think you were like, that, oh, this film is a good laugh. I'll get this one. I mean. At the time, I was still... Because 2006, it depends... You know, I might have been 15. I was still going out shopping with family and obviously my brother has to go into places that sells video games and then we stood in there for hours waiting for him to book... So I probably went into HMV because... She loves you really, mate. (laughs) I mean, mean, you're you're her brother, so she does love you really. Oh, I do, I do, yeah. He knows this. Oh, okay. It's not a surprise. This isn't trash talk. <laughs> I said. I said this every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm not talking behind his back. He knows. Um, I've said it so, to his face. I'll say it again. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those like oh, I was just walking around trying to find something or just browsing because he was looking. This was probably in the time when HMV was still doing demos of games, so you could stand and play the PlayStation games if you wanted to in the <sighs> store. So I probably would have been in there for ages. Oh, those are days. So I was just wandering around, and I think I was like, oh, what? I love that film. Remember we watched that film? It's like Sega Park, but you don't have to pay for anything. It's brilliant. Because, <laughs> like, every now and again, I w- we would sit and watch a film, like, as a family, maybe on a Saturday night or Friday or whatever night. Sure. And I never really wanted to do it because I'm not, like, a huge sit-down-and-watch-a-film-at-home type person. I just... I end up falling asleep. Irony. Or I'm like, oh, I know. Yeah, I know. right? <laughs> I know. And yet here you are. Yeah, well, you you made this. <laughs> I, well, yes. Yes, I did. No. So I think it was one of those. And they were kind of like, oh, this looks like just, like, silly family fun or, you know, easy to watch. And then I watched it and I just thought it was funny. I just really liked it. And so, yeah, I saw it on DVD and I was like, oh, I love that film. And that was the time when you would buy DVDs to have them because you liked the film, not even necessarily if you were going to watch them again. You just go, oh, I love this film. I'm just going to get it. And it's such a waste. Even like this week, the reason why I found Ben Schwarmer's, that DVD, so we could watch it, was because there was a whole massive box left (laughs) at my parents' house in a shed (laughs) that was full of DVDs that at the time I was like, oh, I love this film. I'm just going to buy it. And I don't want any of them now. I don't want any of them. I do have to You know, there was like stand-up comedy show, like DVDs. And there was just like ridiculous stuff. Like because I had a Will Arnett phase, the DVDs in there was like every film that Will Arnett's Sorry, done. had a Will Arnett phase. The, the Will Arnett phase is still in effect. There is no end to the Will Arnett phase. If there was going to be one person that we would genuinely try and get as a guest on this show, it would probably be Will Arnett. I feel like Will Arnett is within our catchment. No, he's not. I feel like Will Arnett is the kind of person that is so up for doing any kind of thing that he just go, oh yeah, sure, I'll appear on something. I feel like Dean Gaffney is in our catchment. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Dean Gaffney. That's saying something, isn't it? Poor Dean Gaffney. Poor us. Poor us. Well, yeah, poor (laughs) us, really. If Will Arnett wasn't already doing a podcast that is probably one of the number one rated podcasts in the world... I would say maybe we could get him on our podcast. <laughs> but if he's too busy doing his own podcast, then That's yeah. fine, I guess. But if you are listening, Will, and you feel like doing a little podcast exchange, you know, we'll happily appear on yours. <laughs> we will happily go on to Smartless 
and have a sit down chat with you if you want to come and watch a film with us and then talk about it afterwards one of them is going to be considerably more time consuming than the other spoiler alert probably ours <laughs> but there we go so this is one that you've kind of had in your back pocket ready to go yeah, because I kept telling you to watch it and you never want to watch films that I watch I always doing want to this watch podcast is watch. the only way that I've ever been able to get you to watch films that I've been like oh it's so good you should watch it and you're like uh, I always uh, you don't watch the films that I like uh, they're not intelligent enough for me <laughs> <laughs> and then you make me watch Fifth Element <laughs> hey, look, I really liked Fifth Element. <laughs> I really liked it. Just because that one time, the only time where I said to you, we should watch this film together because I <laughs> We should watch this film together because I really like it and it ended up being Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas. That is not my fault. <laughs> so just because the first time that's I got what the burned film was, by that doesn't mean that it's gonna be like that every time. I got burned by that night. I got burned by that. Oh, there's a film I really, really want to watch. It's one of my favourite films. I wanna show you one of my favourite films. Oh, okay. What could it be? Could it be like Goodwill Hunting? Could it be I don't know, something like Jaws, like a classic one? You already have like, seen that. Oh no, though. you definitely won't have seen this film. It's a it's <laughs> It's one that I really, really love. I love it. It's one of my favourite films. Oh, wow. Is it like, is it like Gone with the Wind? Is it like, what could it be? Blintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Okay. Okay. The most entertaining part of that is the fact that Alan Cumming plays three different parts in the whole film. Don't know why. Maybe because they he just signed on to the film and they were like, well, we've got him here. We might as well get him to do all of these other parts that we couldn't cast for it. Okay, why not? Look, I'm not crapping on Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas. I'm, all I'm saying was, it was a shock to the system. <laughs> why was it a shock to the system? What just part didn't expect it? it. What didn't you expect? All of it. <laughs> Three characters? What was the other one they played? I don't know. He because he played he played the alien. Yeah. He played Mick Jagged. Yeah. And I think he I think he appears as like one other person. I very very so. briefly. <laughs> I think he does. I think he appears as like one I think it's something stupid like a security guard or something at one point as it's just like it's one extra thing. I didn't that think they threw so, in. But all right. If you paid that much attention, don't say that you don't like it. Hey, well, I mean Maybe I've completely misinterpreted the target audience of this podcast and the people <laughs> that are listening are chewing at the bit for some Flintstones in Viva why Rock Vegas. Why are you being mean about the film? I'm not. Like? I'm being genuine. I'm, there is an there's absolutely a chance that I, I've, I've misjudged what the people want. <sighs> Maybe. There are loads of films that you like that are rubbish. I don't know why you say it to me, just because it's got the Flintstones in it. Okay, so if we're taking this and running with it, yeah, you, I think there just is. Just because you like Nicolas Cage, who's useless, and then you <laughs> try and be, you be nasty about Flintstones when it's actually got good actors in it. See, now, if you were going to do that, if you were going to do that, I didn't think that you were going to go down the Nick Cage route. I genuinely thought you were going to take a, take a pot shot at Pacific Rim. Oh, I don't even. That's not even on my radar. It's so bad. I don't care. Ah, uh, no. You see, Pacific Rim is brilliant. Pacific Rim <sighs> is an underrated movie. No, it isn't. It is. It it's on TV is. all the time. I love it. I love <laughs> Pacific Rim. 
It's um, it's a brilliant film. Oh, uh, what, you're a boy that likes robots and fighting? What a surprise. Yawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that I've bent to a gender stereotype <laughs> in myself. <laughs> this is the episode where we discover gender stereotypes. I would literally for each love other. somebody to find somebody else that's actually watched Flintstones of Europe Wakers and actually likes it. <laughs> I just like it. I don't know how many times on this podcast I've spoken about it. Lots. Like, almost every time. But I can't help it. I just like... Okay. I just like okay. it. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Whoever out there is listening, anyone out there that is listening, and you have to be genuine. You have to be hand on heart genuine. You can't just message in willy-nilly going oh yeah i'm a fan of it oh this is funny i don't you even can't like do the that Flintstones, genuinely <laughs> have to be hand on heart okay if you message us in through our twitter and you use the hashtag bttr pod so that we know that you're listening and that you're talking about us on the internet and you tell us that you have watched sat all the way through and genuinely enjoyed Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas, you will personally get a name mention on a future episode. We will read it out and Amber will no longer feel quite so alone in the world and will be way more justified <laughs> in her love of Flintstones so and Viva Rock Vegas. Like, I get so much flack for this, it's insane. <laughs> but, like, it doesn't make any... It's just, like, all I hear, why is it called Viva Rock Vegas? It doesn't even make any sense. Of course it makes sense. It's the Flintstones. Of course it's rock. What about that doesn't... Don't you understand? Uh, not it's not me. them that's got the problem. <laughs> it's not... I, I've never once questioned the fact that it's called Viva Rock Vegas... Because I get it. Like, I get <laughs> that it's Flintstones. I get where the joke is coming from. Everything is made of rock. Like, in Flintstones. <laughs> like, that's part of the joke. They're called Flintstones. That, yes. Like, that's part of the joke. <laughs> Everything is made of rock. There. That's the, that's the joke. We interrupt this show to bring you a brief word from our sponsors. Amber, I would like to tell you about Greenbird Gift Baskets. Cool. Cool, you're interested? Interested. Excellent, I'm glad you said that, because Greenbird Gift Baskets is a small local business based in Southampton offering gourmet gift baskets beautifully hand-wrapped in biodegradable cellophane. They use products from small local businesses wherever they can and are perfect gifts for weddings, birthdays, baby showers, or simply as a thank you. We are passionate about supporting small local businesses who offer delicious products and share our values on sustainability. There is a selection of baskets available online, Greenbird gift baskets at square.site, and all baskets are totally customizable for dietary needs and tastes. Greenbird gift baskets offer sweet, savory, and mixed baskets, as well as picnic boxes, and prices start from just £25 for a gift basket. Amber, they can even add wine or fizz for an extra special touch. Collection is available from Southampton or they can deliver to surrounding areas. So visit Greenbird Gift Baskets at square.site and check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Greenbird Gift Baskets. Oh, and make sure to tell them that Back to the Review just sent you, yeah? And now we return to your regularly scheduled programming. 
So let's on on with what we were going on right, about. Okay. On with bench warmers. Yeah. So that was my plot synopsis, which was kind of way off, but. I do think that it falls into this whole comedy genre that stretched for somewhere in the vicinity of maybe 10 years, I think, and then completely dropped off the map. Some sports underdog comedy stories that come to mind, The Waterboy, Happy Gilmore, um, obviously this film, Dodgeball is a really big one. Basketball, which is Trey Parker and Matt Stone who made South Park. And that's a underground comedy classic. Mm. All of these kinds of Did you see that one that was, it was... Cool Runnings as well, to an extent. Ping Pong. It was like, it was Ping Pong. Thingy... Balls of Fury. Balls of Fury, yeah. That was funny as well. You could even go so far as to say that Blades of Glory yeah, kind of comes into the same thing as well. Because, okay, it's not necessarily sports, but it is... I mean, it is, because it's, it it it's the Winter Olympics. It is the Winter Olympics, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, and it's all that type of same group as well. It's got all the actors in it that you expect to see in these types of films. Yeah. Yeah. And I... I said earlier that there was one or two particular characters in this film that really did make me laugh. And I think that maybe one of the reasons, if you let me hazard a guess, that one of the reasons why you like this film so much is because John Hedder is in it. (laughs) And I know know (laughs) your love of Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) I am very familiar with your love of Napoleon Dynamite. And to be honest, if we hadn't both already seen and knew Napoleon Dynamite so well, I would say that was podcast material. Yeah. Because Napoleon Dynamite is, and I'm going to go on record as saying this, it is kind of very weird but true comedy genius. Yeah. There is so much to enjoy I guess it's supposed to be like a slice of life, but it's just an unusual life. It's just really (laughs) strange. Yeah. It's really strange. Yeah, you can't ever tell what type of era it's supposed to be or... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit like Juno as well. It's sort of coming of age and everything. And the thing is, this whole sports comedy genre of underdogs and stuff kind of really dipped out of the zeitgeist all at once. I can't think of anything that's been made since <laughs> maybe 2011, 2012 that would fall into this category. I can't. I, I, I genuinely no, I can't. Don't, I don't really it, keep on top of um, sports films. I wouldn't even no, remember. No, no. But the second, <laughs> the second that I've said this, someone is going to be straight on to Twitter and go, um, I think you forgot about <laughs> this film that came out in 2016. And I'll be like, Wimbledon. oh, yeah, yeah, that one. When did Wimbledon come out? That wasn't really comedy, then. wasn't, no. That was more of a rom-com kind yeah. of thing. It didn't doesn't really count. I'm talking specifically... It's always American as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, specifically American sports. And the reason that I think... The reason that I think they dropped out of popularity entirely is because I genuinely think that they ran out of sports. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's only a handful of sports that you can really do comedy films about, you know? Yeah, I suppose. They, I mean, Air Bud has basketball covered. Air Bud? Air Bud. Is that a film about a dog? Yeah. <laughs> the comedy is that he's a dog, but he's playing <laughs> basketball. Like, what's not to find funny about Oh, right, okay. I mean, yeah, there's, there's that. Uh, Space Jam has basketball uh. covered, you know? Waterboy has football covered. Happy Gilmore has golf covered. You know, there's all of these things, and it's like you look through it, and it's like the fact that they started doing dodgeball, they had to legit kind of take a sport that wasn't popular, <laughs> make a film about it, that then actually popularized professional dodgeball leagues. Yeah, I mean, dodgeball was <laughs> dodgeball was funny. It was. But it was. It's kind of like. Uh, uh, groan uh, like I just like this this is just funny <laughs> just makes me laugh I know it does and there's nothing wrong with that it's just simple you know it's just simple it is simple it is straightforward <laughs> it is just I just like that he can't play properly and he like, he tries to hit stuff with the bat and the bat hits him on the back of the head <laughs> it's just funny and uh. <laughs> and David Spade in this well, there are a bunch of <laughs> there are a bunch of cameos in this as well. Terry Crews. Oh yeah, is yeah, in because it he was part point. of that type of he was part of that group, like the Adam sure. Sandler David Spade group. The only the only person that actually kind of wasn't was John Hedder, who was just kind of like or John Herder. I never know how to say his name. I I say Hedder, so if we <laughs> if we if we're both wrong, then we may as well be wrong together. Wow. You know? Um yeah, he kind of wasn't really part of that group so much because they were making films before he had kind of taken off, I suppose. No, but it was because of this and Napoleon Dynamite and some other things that John Hedder did end up being in a lot of things for a short period of time. Yeah, and again, it's just I haven't seen him for ages no. now. We haven't we haven't seen high nor low. I guess John he doesn't Hedder. need to work. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. he no, maybe nobody wants him. He's right. He's writing that sweet sweet Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> yeah, cash yeah. to the bank. Yeah, because I think actually when Napoleon Dynamite first came out, I don't know if it was hugely popular, and it got to DVD, and then all of a sudden it was like a it was on like one of those cult things. I still was like, see people wearing Save Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Vote for Pedro. Uh, vote <laughs> I for had Pedro one of those t-shirts. t-shirts. I wore it all the time. I still see people wearing those t-shirts. <laughs> and it was really annoying because when you wore it, if somebody didn't know what Napoleon Dynamite was, they'd always go, "What vote was that? Why Pedro? What are you talking about?" And it's like, oh, I can't, I'm not going to explain to you. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and explain to you the plot of Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> it was, it was, um, that was HMV as well that sold all those t-shirts. Yeah, they were, they were like the proper t-shirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was so cool that t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so John Hedder, you still have some fans here. Maybe John Hedder yeah. will make an appearance on our podcast. I, liked I don't know. Him. And that's uh, that's one of the reasons why I watched it because I think I just watched them. Um, oh, I don't know. When was Blades of Glory come out? Blades of Glory, I want to say, was around the 2009 mark, 2010. Oh, so it was after this. I reckon. I'm surprised. I'm surprised then, because I must have actually seen Blades of Glory before... I'm not saying that it was made before, I don't know, but I saw Blades of Glory before I saw this. Right, Because the guy that stalks 
John Hedder in Blades of Glory, who loves him, is like, I want to take your skin and wear it to my birthday. <laughs> that guy. He's the guy that plays the albino in this that doesn't want to go out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name again? Howie. Howie. <laughs> And yeah, so he plays Howie. Yeah. So I watched when I watched this film, I was like, "That's that guy." So I must have only just watched Blaze of Glory or watched it like quite a few times by this point. Sure. And so I think because John Hedder was in it, and I actually like David Spade. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! See, this is where it comes out, isn't it? I did like him. I actually did like him because I. You're going to be getting um, me to watch Joe Dirt next, aren't you? No, I don't actually. I don't like him now. I've I've never really seen any of his films. Well, like his own films, but (laughs) I watched him in some TV shows, and it and he made me laugh. Yeah, rules of engagement. Yeah, basically. Mostly rules of engagement or just shoot me. That was oh, I didn't see that, no. No? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Infinitely better. Arguably oh, I know. better. I know. I've seen it kind of. Not not a lot, not as much. But yeah. So, are you going to intersperse this episode with some trivia time? I have to admit, there isn't a lot of it. <laughs> I what a surprise! What a surprise that is. I mean, at least 54 people have seen the film, though, because 54 people found this interesting. Oh, okay. Well, those 54 people might well be right. (laughs) So are we having having warmers trivia time? Okay, well, I think I might have to just do, like, one and a half. One and a half. All right, so not the... Not the usual amount that we have. Well, what's um, significantly less trivia time than we do in other episodes? Well, I don't know. I try and keep it down. You're the one that likes to go way over the top on the trivia time. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, well, hang on. I mean, do I get to do the? Yes, you can do it. Oh, okay. <sighs> well, I'm so unprepared. <laughs> oh, I didn't didn't expect it at all. <clears throat> There you go. Too long. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Fail. Fail. Weak. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> so, the issue with the player with the fake birth certificate actually happened. <gasps> Danny Almonte, originally from the Dominican Republic. <laughs> the man from Danny Almonte. He said yes. <laughs> no, he's not the man from Danny Almonte. He's called. Oh, Danny he's called. His name is Del Monte. I see. <laughs> Danny <Okay>. Almonte. <laughs> okay. He was originally from the Dominican Republic, playing for a US team from New York, and he was found to be too old. He was actually 14 and not 12, and he had forged a birth certificate. So, I mean, in this, film, in this film, he was actually like 30, <laughs> 30. pretending yeah. to be 12. I am like, 12. His team won their regional competition and then were eliminated in the Little League World Series in the <sighs> semi-finals as a result of that scandal and the entire team was disqualified and they had their records erased and the coach was banned for life. <laughs> wow. So that's a massive... And in this film, he just gave the ref ten dollars and he was like yep legit <laughs> imagine being palmed off for just ten dollars <laughs> i know it's, that's good i Lord. mean this is full time right yeah exactly <laughs> imagine being the team that were facing them in the semi-finals though or yeah in the that would have been quite good wouldn't it and you just kind of go oh what oh they're disqualified because they cheated so- this entire time well brilliant okay great all right <laughs> On to the finals we go. It's only two years. 
Yeah, but I mean... This makes me think that um, Adam Sandler and all the people that made this film, because I don't know what Adam Sandler actually put into it. I don't know whether he just put his money into I it. I believe he was just an executive producer because he yeah, definitely so he wasn't just put the director. Money. No, he wasn't the director. No. So, <laughs> but it makes me think that these people actually have an interest in baseball and that's why they did it. I think like maybe they probably, just wanted to make a probably. nice little film because maybe they were bullied and wanted to play. Maybe it was their kind of story and they just thought we want to do this and it's going to be nice. Because I mean this story, the guy from the Dominican Republic, he was yeah. from the Dominican Republic and no, he was Mexican, was he? Uh yeah, no, he said they said he was from the Dominican. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he actually was from the Dominican Republic. Yeah. So like it seems like they actually knew about this already. Maybe that was... I don't want to say that that was, like, the basis of the film. No, like they, but what they I mean is, go, it makes me think that the people that yeah. made it were baseball fans because they kind of knew these things. Yeah. I can't imagine that they would make an entire film just to include that as a joke. That seems like a legitimate thing <laughs> that they would do. They're not going to make the entire film. But... But I just mean, they yeah. obviously have an interest in baseball because they know about these, like, little stories and, and interesting kind of little things, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe one of them was around about the same age as the kids in Little League yeah. when this happened and it was like oh scandal if you're a part of that world maybe it's something that's actually like oh gossip like, it's quite exciting gossip I don't know so there were some things about this that was a very telling of the time that it came out and I've made a, a short list of what they were it was very telling of the area because who was in it and when they were famous obviously right. so John Hedder probably at the height of not the height of his career but definitely on the upswing <laughs> I suppose, of his, yeah. of his uh, career at this point David Spade popular at the time Rob Schneider always popular when isn't Rob Schneider popular? Uh, now <laughs> Rob Schneider had a unmentioned part in Demolition Man right. that we spoke about that I didn't even think that you appreciated no, at that time I don't think I did but there we go. Pop punk version of a classic song included yes, in the film. Obviously. Yeah. Let's take me out. <laughs> take me out to the ball game. <laughs> yep. Pop punk version of that. Okay. Yep. Done. They had half of the soundtrack was Newfound Glory. So, you know, yeah. that's very telling of the era that it came out yeah. in. So, pop, basically... <laughs> the the small-time things that they could afford. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, uh, an entire soundtrack that's mostly two, mid-2000s pop-punk. Yeah. That's speaking to my interest. It's okay. like, my ears pricked up and <laughs> went, Hello, this is, um, yes, this is, this is taking me back quite some time, so... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the memories there, bench warmers. Thank you very much for that. Thanks for the memories. Uh, no, that was actually too early for uh, for, um, for for that song, but um, there we go. I wasn't doing it for the time. It was just... Oh, okay. Oh, okay it, just, cool. it just fitted with what it you were fitted. saying. No, that was Fallout Boy, not Newfound Glory. I God, know. get it right. Learn your pop punk. And also, this was very telling of the era as well. Because a kid refers to what they are doing as a podcast when it's clearly, no. clearly, yeah, it was a video, a stream. live stream. Yeah, it was, was a, clearly was a, a live stream. Unless they were actually filming the audio to go out on a podcast as well. Well, I mean, yes, there is maybe that, but I think at the time when this first came out, I think podcast was a hot 
buzzword yeah. that people were using for pretty much anything that was internet exclusively produced. Oh, okay. okay. So if you were doing anything exclusively on the internet that wasn't being broadcast anywhere else, that was technically referred to as a podcast, <laughs> whether it was recorded, whether it was live or not. Now, obviously, we know a little better. We know that that was clearly <laughs> a live stream and not yeah, a podcast. Yeah, they didn't even have the term live stream. I never even heard the term live stream when, at that point. No, which was very interesting. But I was like, I just wrote, does the kid actually know what a podcast is? <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, which is a shame. But there we go. And it just made me laugh. It made me laugh <laughs> that he described it. And looking back on it now, it's like, oh, there are so many things. That's that, not like... supposed to be the funny part of the film. No, I know. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, looking back on it now, there's so many things that like date this film yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I just found it funny that that was one of them. Yeah, that's like, it's an such odd a small thing, thing yeah, that yeah, dated it. But it's like, oh, okay, very strange. But I did also want to ask what what the deal was with with. John Lovitz's character. John Lovitz. John That's Lovitz. That's another thing. I know you. you I I'm know. John Lovitz. I like. I really liked him as well. Asshole. I really liked him as well. Tartlets. He used to make me laugh a lot. Tartlets. It's just his voice is funny. Tartlets. The word has lost all meaning. <laughs> He's just funny. I. This again. This is another person that was like super popular yeah he was in late 90s early 2000s he was in two and a half men he was in two and a half men <laughs> well then you know he's, again but this is the thing he was in a lot of things <laughs> yeah, like that yeah he was that. in the simpsons a lot as well wasn't he he was in just he was cropping up in everything <laughs> he was one of these people that would just make appearances on the basis of i'm john lovett <laughs> I think the reason why you I know. liked him was because I saw him in Friends once and that character really made me laugh. Um, and then after that, I was like, ha ha, he's hilarious. But I didn't know anything about him. And then every time I saw him, he just seemed to make me laugh because I've just got like... See, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've just but got... this is the thing. He made his name for himself on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And didn't exactly go on to do anything himself with that he just kind of like rode his name <laughs> from saturday night live by just being in other things as him oh it sounds a lot like nicholas cage yeah whoa i mean you know yeah right <laughs> let's 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 be fair he wears a leather jacket and doesn't look somersault and everyone like <laughs> Stop putting them in films. I, I find it so funny how this podcast has descended into us fighting a battle over Nicolas Cage's <laughs> Nicolas Cage's approval I will admit, or disapproval. When I saw when I saw Kick Ass, he was quite good in that. I he was admit. amazing. Because he wasn't playing Nicolas Cage in that. But a lot of the time he is just playing Nicolas Cage and it's just it's fine because I guess that's what people expect of him now. And it's, he's kind of become a parody of himself, like Ricky Gervais or something. Like he's lost himself now and he's just a parody of Nicolas Cage now. Like that's just what he is. So just every film that he's in, he's just like gets more and more ludicrous, and it's almost like he does it on purpose. And I don't know as a person if he's well rounded and stable, or whether this is actually something that needs to be looked at and people need to take care of him because it's getting concerning. But I, I don't know. I don't know if he does it on purpose or not. I don't know. 
See, this is the thing. You bash Nicolas Cage so much, but you're secretly concerned about him, <laughs> which I find funny. And I, the weirdest thing about this is I didn't even bring up Nicolas no, Cage this episode. It was you time. that brought him up. Yeah, the reason I brought him up is because you were bashing things that I like. So I was going to you. So, what did you actually think of this film? Because you haven't spoken about it hardly at all. Well, uh, what did I think of this film? I think that it's an easy film to enjoy. Do I think it's the cleverest comedy film no, I've seen? Obviously not. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Do I think it's the stupidest comedy film I've ever seen? No, easily not. Easily not. When I have seen such trash in my lifetime as disaster That's what movie, I was gonna say. as Meet the Spartans, as anything that is in that ilk of big budget movie parody films. Oh, that's so boring. Right? The fact that that genre has completely died out yeah. out of the zeitgeist without a word or a whisper. People got fed up with that. You know? People did get fed up with that. And here's the reason why people got fed up with that, okay? Because films like that couldn't keep up with internet meme culture yeah yeah everything about those films was all internet meme culture (laughs) and now internet meme culture moves so quickly that creating a film about it wouldn't be able to keep up it would be years out of date and everyone would go oh yeah that's that's from like years ago yeah why like the last or the most recent one that came out was probably yeah. a massive flop and then everyone just went oh we're not doing that again then no not doing that why bother with something like that no why the underdog sports genre comedy movie <laughs> died out i don't know maybe the same they, reason like i said maybe they just ran out of sports yeah it just it just played out it just i think got that to the end i think that something like this is maybe due for some sort of Resurgence. If there's a whole bunch of these that I have missed that have Maybe. flown under my radar, someone please feel free to introduce There'll probably me be to ones them. like this that have because this wasn't very this wasn't like hugely popular. No. And it's not something that you would have heard of no. people going on about all the time or, or something. No. But it's kind of one of the reasons why I like it, the fact that it's a comedy but it's not a parody. It's not really taking the Mickey out of sports films. It's not really trying to be a certain type of sports film that's already existed in that way. Obviously yeah. there are plenty of films that have got stories of teams like you say that are like the handicap mm. or whatever. Bonus points if there are celebrity cameos in it Obviously. as well. Because obviously Happy Gilmore had the celebrity cameo of the dude who played Jaws in the Bond films. Right. He was in it. Dodgeball had a cameo from Chuck Norris. <laughs> Jason Bateman was in that film as yeah. well. You know, it's like bonus points if you can fit in a celebrity cameo into yeah. one of these films. Yeah, this just had like the classic group that's always yeah. in these types of films. But yeah, I don't I don't think it was trying to be a parody of anything. I just thought it was a kind of fun little quaint story and yeah. that was that really. Yeah. 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 And what I will say is Rob Schneider for this film kind of set the level. David Spade kind of brought <laughs> it down a little bit. 
John Lovitz kind of brought it down a little further. <laughs> but John Hedder brought it back up again. He's just funny. So, I've, said, I've said just funny loads yep. of times. So it does kind of even out purely because John Hedder makes up for the fact that David Spain and John Lovitz are also both in this film. Well, that's so, mean. Well, it's not necessarily mean to John Hedder. <laughs> no, John Hedder's not, no, doing very idea. well in this instance. I do I understand that David Spade is like, oh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the lowest of the low Rob, in terms of comedy. David, David Spade is sort of cringe because he always he kind cringe, of plays yeah, the same character yeah and he's always again. so like that's why in, like even like this film is slightly better for him actually because he always plays like this weirdo womanizer pervy guy for no reason that anybody can yeah. fathom and he's disgusting and misogynistic but people still laugh and that's horrible but in this film he's just he's just a guy like he's just you know he's just a nerd like, yeah. that's it. <laughs> I mean, that's at it. the start, when he's saying, oh, did you rent this film and it's got all of these <laughs> yeah. lesbian scenes <gasps> that in it. That was trivia number two. Quick. Uh, okay. uh, oh, hang on. I wasn't... There we go. The woman that was complaining about him recommending a film with like a lesbian sex scene in it, that was Adam Sandler's wife. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it makes sense that he would probably have put her into the film. He was an executive producer, probably. Like, she was there for the day yeah, with him, probably. and he was like, oh, oh, get, just do this. get in there and deliver this line yeah, for us, yeah. will you? Go on, just <laughs> yeah. hop in. We need just another woman, and there line. aren't any women here. Women don't want to be around David Spade or Rob Schneider <laughs> anymore, so we need somebody <laughs> quick. <laughs> It was. It was like David Spade is like a is like a polar opposite like a magnet, repeller, yeah, for for women. Just li- literally just repels them. <laughs> but yeah, that first opening scene with him, I was like, oh, oh and there it is, yeah. and there it is, establishing that character yeah. immediately. But there actually, he's not really like that the rest of the time. No, he's not. He's not. Granted, it's just that one opening yeah. bit where I'm like, he had to get oh, that okay. in, didn't he? I just think that maybe. I don't know. It's the perfect length for a start. Like you watch the perfect amount of baseball. It's like any more, and you would have been kind of thinking, "This is too much now. This yeah. is a bit boring." But they made it the perfect length. I thought. Yeah. And it's just funny that this guy is like the king of nerds. He's got so much money. <laughs> he's got so much money, and all he's done with it is buy a great house with a pool, and then put every bit of Star Wars thing in there <laughs> that he can think of. <sighs> yeah, there is that. And I was, and I was. <laughs> that's what I was trying to work out. Like. John Lovitz's character was like, what does he actually do? What does he actually do? What is yeah, his job? Yeah, he did say, didn't he? No, he didn't, maybe he didn't. I no, think he, he's ju- he just said, he just he's said just I a made nerd a, or Yeah, something. made a bunch of money. It's like, keep it under a billion. It's all I've got on me. <laughs> so all right. Funny. That floored me the first time. Bloody hell. <laughs> but yeah, I think this film, my, my score started dipping down and then John Hedder did some kind of brilliant delivery of some things and I was like actually I do find John Hedder quite funny and Rob Schneider is kind of doing alright in this as well. Um, yeah I'm not a huge fan of him to be honest. I mean this is kind of like Bad News Bears if it was. Yeah they said that they yeah. kind of maybe that's like, not a parody but they made like an homage to it they were inspired yeah, by it so I exactly. think they were trying to do it in a nice way they weren't trying to take the mickey out of it no. But I think that's one of the films that they took inspiration from. It's a, Yeah, it's a little bit like that, but turned around yeah. slightly. So, yeah, I thought it was 
This is what I would describe as a benchmark comedy. Like, it's not too convoluted. It's not too simple. This is the kind of thing that you would watch if you needed something to put on when you're hungover, (laughs) right? And you want to eat a nice meal to, like, recover from the hangover that you've got. And you don't want to think too much. And you just want to put it on and just enjoy it. And that then that's your hangover done That's probably with. exactly why I saw it the first time. Not, like not that hungover. exactly. No, no. <laughs> I just said not that exactly. But like one of those things where it's like, oh, we've just had a big dinner or something. And we're just like, uh, what should we do? Let's just watch this. We don't have to pay attention. You know, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things, oh, I don't want to watch this. It looks stupid. And then it kind of starts and I'm like, oh, he's John Hedder's playing this character. I love it already. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so I did like that. I did like that, I've got to say. And it's like, what happens if a nerd gets a billion dollars? <laughs> this house must have cost a zillion dollars. Three two, zillion, three actually. Zillion, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, two zillion, whatever. But he just comes in on a Segway. <laughs> Because the, at the time, segways were like a big, big deal. deal. Like no, not just not just anyone had a freaking segway. It was like spe- that's another <laughs> special thing. people that had the segway. That's another thing that like places yeah, this movie as to exactly what kind of timeline it's in. Yeah, is is exactly you would expect that. him. You'd almost expect him to kind of be like, oh yeah, come and watch this film on my seventy-two inch screen. <laughs> And everyone's like, yeah, we've all got 72 inches now. Yeah. <laughs> PlayStation 2 was really big at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, we got PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, it, it's for what it was at the time. Yeah, it is good. And it's so funny. I just, I have to just make one mention about that. <laughs> when he says they egg Comic Con. The Comic Con, <laughs> the Comic Con got egged, and he just like comes up, pops up out of nowhere, and goes, "Destroy them!" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is, it is that kind of comedy, isn't it? Where it's just like, why, what, what is it about this town that made someone want to egg Comic Con? Like, hardly anything in this film gets explanation. No, it's, but it's just, just there. But that's it why. Just happens. But that's why they know that going into that town they're already going to hate them because they egg comic cons and it's like they hate nerds and these uh, three nerds going into their town to play to try and beat their team at baseball they know they're going to hate them already I did like so that the <laughs> I, I did like that the team of guys that turn up to cheer them that are shirtless yeah. get immediately sunburned yeah. I did find yeah. that funny <laughs> That like, was it's one not bit really like, taking the mickey out of nerds. It's no. not really being horrible about them in no. the, as such. It's just, oh, look, they're pale and they don't go out because they play video games. And, like, a lot of the time that's actually true. <laughs> they, weren't nasty. they weren't nasty about them. It's probably made by nerds. That's the thing. They're, like, you know. The product placement in this movie was rife as yeah, well. Yeah, it was, yeah. PlayStation, was. Pizza Hut. Yeah. I think they were pretty much sponsored by Pizza <laughs> Hut, I think. I'm too good for the hut. I'm too good for the hut. <laughs> so is it time to rate this now yeah i guess <laughs> destroy them <laughs> that makes me laugh a lot i know that it still makes you laugh you've recited some of the best bits of the film in this podcast and you're still laughing about them it's just so funny how like these people 
egg comic cons. It's like destroy them. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wonder how long we can ride this joke for. <laughs> okay, so do you want to explain the rating system? Okay, so the rating system is always out of five. Okay. But it's out of five different things each time related to the film sure so i mean recently when i've been doing it i've kind of been not forgetting but it's kind of it's it has slipped my mind that i have to think of a different thing every time Mm -hmm. so it kind of comes at a a push because i'm running out of time (laughs) and i have to think of something quick because i forgot well i I am far more prepared this time (laughs) Because I'm Sometimes Jan it's difficult Lovitz. as well. So sometimes it's difficult as well to think of things that have popped up a lot in like the Gladiator or like Fifth Element. Like I can't. Oh, it's yeah. difficult to think of recurring things that are funny for that. Yeah. Well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> right, but I'm Jan okay. Lovitz, and I'm prepared for anything. <laughs> okay, what's your rating? Because I'm acting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What's your rating and what is it out of? Okay, so I had decided that even though bench warmers is what I would refer to as a very benchmark, easy level comedy film, I do think that it's very indicative of the era that it came out in. I think that even though it might not have been the most popular one of its genre, It is an example of a genre that for some reason seems to no longer exist. And it's a good example of a film from that genre. Now, I was going to give it a slightly lower score. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm wincing already. I don't even want to know. But... I mean, it doesn't matter to me because I I still like it. I did also (laughs) see how much you've enjoyed this film. And I think that in a way... I've kind of got a second a second hand high, like a contact <laughs> high from you from enjoying this film. So I have decided to give it a two and a half. <gasps> that it, is nasty. It was gonna be two. It's gone to oh, two and a half. But so here's nasty. the thing. You've enjoyed it so much that I enjoyed it through you and it's bumped up to a three. That was so bad. Oh, 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 okay, because you were expecting bench warmers to get a five, no, were you? But you were I expecting just, no, it to be a perfect example no, of a film. I just thought that you were kind of going to see it for what it was, which is just like a silly little yeah. film with a nice story. And it's just like, it's just fun. And there are like some moments in it that are yeah. really like... Yep. You know, really giggle word. Yeah, <laughs> I got the yep. giggle word. Yep, and it just... got a three for it. Yeah, okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah. And because of that, it got a three. Okay. <laughs> so it is going to be out of three salad bars. Because <laughs> <laughs> he loves salad. He don't. Yeah, he loves I, don't, salad. I don't actually think he does like salad. Salad bar girl. Because <laughs> he said that the only thing, the only food they had for the week were the thin mints that he was going to get for the. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so funny. Oh, it should have been out Girl Scout cookies then. I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, it's three out of a possible five salad bars. Oh. Pizza Hut salad bars. I mean, bars. maybe this was too... Maybe this was actually too late and it missed the mark on those types of films that were popular and it was just it was just a bit too late and that's why I didn't take off. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. But I just enjoyed it. I just thought it was, yeah, just fun. 
it's just maybe fun. we need to watch basketball sometime. No. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well. <laughs> well, there goes that We've idea. We've watched then. enough sports films now. This is it. Yeah, I think. I, I, yeah, we need to leave it at least another <laughs> ten episodes before another sports movie. Yeah, I don't. Because think we've had Rocky. That was a sports movie. We've had this. It doesn't seem that like was a sports, sports movie, movie when you watch Rocky, though, does it? Uh, not really. No. But there is a montage. Yeah. And this had a montage yes, as well. Yes. Montages are my favourite. <laughs> Should I change the scoring to be out of montage? <laughs> Three out of five montages. <laughs> ah, stick with salad bars. So, there you have it. The Bench Warmers gets three out of a potential five salad bars from me. But if you were to ask Amber, I guarantee you it would be a very, very different score altogether. But what do you all out there think have you seen the bench warmers are you part of the niche target audience that this <laughs> podcast no, might it. change its audience catchment to now entirely what other dead genres can you think of that have just completely disappeared that we haven't thought to take a look at do you consider bench warmers to be a classic do you think that there is another film that we should be watching instead. All comments, questions, concerns, derogatory remarks can be sent to us. Please be light on the derogatory remarks though. <laughs> can be sent to us through our social media. I am at Drew Bridger. At Amber Inch. And make sure that you use the hashtag BTTRpod so that we know when we are being talked about on the internet. Amber, if the listeners have enjoyed this episode, what else should they do? Like, subscribe and review on your podcast service and rate five stars. And follow on Instagram at BTTR Podcast. Excellent. Yes, do also follow that because what we might do soon is put up a picture of that list of 100 bucket list movies oh yeah which when it gets to the new year we might start diving into a little bit finding some choice cuts <laughs> choice cuts choice cuts from the, obviously all of the really good ones yeah I'm not going to do the both ones. seen oh right <laughs> but uh, you know some things like Jurassic Park oh, and Back to the yeah. Future oh, okay, right. and, you know things like that the really good ones yeah We've, we've seen already but yeah. there are some choice ones out <laughs> there some choice cuts choice. choice cuts from that that we might start diving into and taking a look at and um, discovering for our both ourselves yes indeed <laughs> sounded like stuff let's blast discovering, discovering for, for our, our both, both ourselves, ourselves. <laughs> I, I don't know things have melted my brain recently <laughs> I've got I've got baseball on the brain Don't say now. This film, <laughs> don't be nasty. But until next time, which might well be our Christmas episode, <gasps> coming up on Christmas episode. I know, <laughs> shock horror. Did we have a Christmas episode last we year? We did. We did oh, Gremlins did last year. Oh yeah, because it's Christmas. I like that film. Yeah, we're gonna have to pick a Christmas movie to watch. Yeah. Yeah. But until that point, Amber. Did you know that if you build it, nerds will come? <laughs> <laughs>